good faithful servants, Lord, that you can uh, that you can use. And we just uh, pray this, uh, you know, be a blessing to you this morning. We pray that you're with uh, James during the uh, message later, and just uh, with uh, Brother Styles later tonight, Lord. And we just thank you so much for this opportunity this morning, and just to worship, praise you, and just uh, get closer to you, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, we're going to uh, be in Genesis. We're just going to continue with uh, what we've been doing and going about it, um, learning about creation and going. So if you want to learn, if you want to go to Genesis, uh, Genesis 1, and we'll start off in uh, verse 24. And God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping things and beasts of the earth after his kind, and it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth after his kind, and cattle after their kind, and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind, and God saw that it was good. And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of the tree yielding seed to you it shall be for me and to every beast of the earth and every fowl of the air and everything that creepeth upon the earth where wherein there is life i have given every green herb for meat and it was so and god god saw that everything he had made and behold it was very good and the evening and the morning were the sixth day And then, uh, you know, we'll go into a little bit of chapter 2. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had restored, he had rested from all his work, which God created and made. Um, the key thing that we're, we're going to kind of look at today is, uh, in creation, is kind. Uh, we're going to continue with that. Things were made after its kind. Uh, right? Cattle, cattle, you know, you made certain things for certain things. Cattle for farming and, and all these other things. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it's funny. I mean, you, you know, creeping things. I mean, what purpose do they have? They're, they're after their own kind, though. But, what do you, you know, you can fish with them and all that, and it's meat. Um, I know back in, they didn't eat the meat. You know, there was it was for herbs and everything, but uh, it's just amazing to see God put in what He wants. You know, it's it was His plan. He knew it was going to happen, so He put all this stuff in, and He needs it after His own kind. Uh, you know, and then you have it says the beast, and the beast would be you know wolves, bears, things of that nature. Uh, and as uh, you know, Pastor Kenny was saying last week. You know, about flowers, they're, they're after their own size. You know, an, an apple tree does not grow a pear. I mean, that's, that's how it is. It's, it's after their kind. And these animals were after their kind because they're supposed to be a gift to us. We were put in charge to look after everything. Um, 
you know, we all got a little messed up along the way, but, you know, he, he had a plan for it. Um, but that's the thing. I mean, the cattle were, you know, that's, that's, that's how farming used to be, right? It wasn't tractors. It wasn't all this high-tech stuff. It was cattle. It was, it was how we would get around. But God's order of creation, it's after its kind. And this is the problem. And this is why evolution is wrong. Right? It teaches you that, that there is no kind. You know, I mean, basically we all, um, you know, I like, uh, I like Kent Hovid's, uh, you know, answer for all that. You know, you think your great, great, great dandy, dan, uh, granddaddy was a rock. You know, I mean, basically that's what it comes down to. You know, evolution, that, that theory of evolution. Um, and there's, uh, there's certain things that you have to believe to believe evolution. You know, and that's, that's the problem. And it doesn't sit well. Uh, when you go through school, you learn there's five, four possibilities of the earth. Four. Uh, the universe came from nothing accidentally. Right? That can be disproved. How? By the first law of thermodynamics. Matter cannot be created or destroyed. Their own science law says that. You know, and then the, the second possibility is the universe has always been here, which is a violation of the second law of thermodynamics, because everything breaks down. And then there's, the, you know, my favorite, uh, and unfortunately I have a, a friend that's uh, like this, that the universe uh, isn't there. It's an optical illusion. We're really not here. And, and I have a friend like that, you know, and he, it, it's, it's strange because people like that tend to follow Buddhism or something along that lines, and it's like, well, why even, why even bother if you think we're really not here? That goes against it. That's just, you know, to me, believing that way, man, that, you just, uh, you're just itching to get thrown into the insane asylum. I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, but then there's the universe came from nothing supernaturally. And honestly, that's the only thing that really explains kind after kind. Because nothing else will. Um, if you want to turn to 1 Timothy 6 uh, real quick and just take a look at something, uh, I find this interesting. Uh, 1 Timothy 6. In uh, verse 20, O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and oppositions of silence or science falsely so-called. And that's what we get. When you break it down and you don't believe in certain kinds or certain kinds, you, you basically, you know, you know, God put that in his word. He's warning you about it. You know, don't, don't listen to that. That's not science. That's not science at all. You know, the only thing that really is science is God. Because he makes the rules. He has the rules. He changes things up for us. Uh, well, not changes things up, but he, he puts everything in perspective for us. Uh, you know, and that's the thing. When everything was out of its kind. The animals weren't originally for, for eating. Um, but now, you know, now that's how we get our nourishment. That's how we, you know, do it. Uh, 
if we go around eating herbs all the time, we don't get everything we need. You know, and that, that has to do with, because we're made after a kind. You know, and, and that's, that's the biggest thing. Uh, God made man in his image. His image. Right, and that, that, that blows my mind, because you think about this, and, and how did God make us? Dust to the ground. I mean, that, that is, um, to me, that just blows my mind. Like, I'm going to create, I'm going to create Adam. I'm going to create him. We're going to make him in our image. But I'm going to use dirt. I mean, that speaks of the power. That speaks volumes. He could have chose, you know, he could have used, he could have made us any which way, but he chose uh, dust. And, uh, you know, I mean, do I really have proof for it? But No, but I mean, you look at the Word of God and probably did that because he knew we were going to mess up and he was going to curse the ground and make us, make us work it. You know, something just always, one of those little things God puts in and just, you can look out there and look at everything and go, yep, that's God. You know, and that's, that's the way it should be. Um. But animals were not made in the image of God. And that's the problem we have now. People put so much emphasis on animals over in humans. Uh, I, I find that a lot in my own family. Uh, a lot of animal lovers in my family, you know, uh, dogs, cats, everything. And they put that over the well-being of their, their spouse, their children, you know, I mean, God puts everything in order. I mean, you know, it's, you know, him, man, wife, kids, but still there's people who just put animals over everything. And that's not what their kind was made for. Right? Their kind was to help us. We were, you know, basically, you know, we were supposed to take care of it. You know, they, they weren't anything. Animals can't think. They don't have the functionality or they don't have that conscience to do what you, you know, what we do. So if God made us in his image, then that does. It shows. It shows that true nature of God, that triune. And like I said, it's, uh, you know, he gives... Man has a body with a conscience, five senses. He has a soul, self-consciousness, decision-making, uh, basically who we really are in the inside. Who, 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 who are we really? Who are we when we're home trying to communicate with God? Are we trying to communicate with God? You know, he has a spirit. And that's, that's what we lost. That's what Adam lost at the garden, that spirit. And that's why we have so many problems. And that's why we have problems even, you're born again, you still have problems because like so many things we like to do, we like to quench the spirit. We don't like to listen to him. We don't want to, 
go one way or another. You know, we try to make excuses for it and uh, everything. Um, you know, we were just, uh, I was just having a, a talk uh, yesterday about, uh, you know, Halloween. And I don't know what everybody's thoughts are on Halloween, but it's, you know, it, it goes. And that's the, that's the thing, you know, uh, like so many others, I, I heard Donovan's message on it and, uh, you know, and it got me thinking. Uh, do I let the kids dress up and go get candy? Yeah. On Halloween? No. No. You know, it's it's one of those things. And, and I'm not trying to convict anybody either way, and I'm not trying to say you're right or wrong, but I'm just, you look at it, and, and I've seen, uh, I talked to one Christian, and uh, he used to do it all the time. All the time, saved, go out, drink, take the kids trick-or-treat, and drink, and saved. And uh, and asked why he changed, and his answer was, well, you know, the church had this trick-or-treating thing, and I went there, and they had this little scary house where they're scaring kids, and people were dressed up like these satanic things and all this stuff, and I'm thinking, why are we doing this at church? Why are we doing this? Where God is, and that's what He did. But that's what makes us different. That conv- that conv- that spirit. That's what we had. We lost that we get back at salvation. He wants to convict. And like I said, I I just used Halloween for example because we were talking about it. Uh, you know, it's it's neither or. We we have to learn that. Uh, we have to learn that. You know, not everything we should be making a big deal about and, and, and throwing our hands up at. Because in the end, it's we're not going to be accountable for anybody. We're going to be accountable for our convictions, what we did with it. Judgment seat of Christ is not for, you know, everybody else but me. It's for me personally. Um, I got a little off on that. I'm sorry. Um, anyways... Uh, but that's what we're talking about our kind, you know, and God, and that's, that. you think about that, what were they like? What were Adam and Eve like? Right? Because everything's made after her kind. We, yes, do we have, I believe we have some features of the image of God, but the whole thing, is we have more features like Adam. Fallen Adam. Everything's made after its kind, right? Well, Adam sinned. He changed. We're made after Adam. You know, but it gets you going. What did, what did they look like? What did they, you know, how was this? But um, in Genesis, uh, Genesis 2, Actually, Genesis uh, 2, uh, 7 is your memory verse for this week. And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Um, you know, Adam, Adam basically, is, his, his name means taken out of the ground. 
you know, and and again, that's that's where I think it's like that's that's so weird that God would make us in His image and take us and just use dirt. But that's the power of God. That's what I mean. That's exciting to me. That's you, you know, you get you get thinking, you know, eye nor ear. You don't you don't know what's well, anything. What He's got planned for us. The goodness of what He's got planned. We just see what's here and and how we deal with it. But that's the thing. When God breathes into something, he makes it alive. And that's what a lot of people forget, and that's why we lose track. Because what did he also breathe into? The Bible. It tells us, you know, that's the inspiration. It's all. It's right there. And the Bible is alive. It changes for you. As you go, you see certain things. You see different things. And how that relates, how it doesn't relate. and What does he have for you? What doesn't he have for you? But that kind. We're supposed to be made after his kind. If we're supposed to be made after his kind, why are we having a, you know, we're having a hard, you know, we have a hard time with it. Born again, we get that spirit. We shouldn't have a problem trying to be after that his kind again. But God's plan was, hey, you know, I made them. Now go out, multiply, and and uh, we're going to do that. And it's, uh, you know, it kind of makes you think. It's like, what, what, you know, would he have expanded the garden? Would he done? You know, what would he have done? You know, what would he, what would he have done with our kind if we didn't mess up? You know, but he knew. He, like I said, he knew and did everything and you know but then again he creates Eve out of man for help me and that's one of the best things I, I, that's one of the great things that God did for, for man I, I, I really got I mean I mean let's be honest guys I mean we get we get off track we get pushed somewhere and sometimes it's our wives to do it you know um, you know, you'll, you're here pastor, you know, at, uh, you know, Judy Bottom, that little thing that says, you know, I have to go to church, I have to go to church, I have to go to church, I'm, I'm the pastor, I'm the pastor, you know. You know, we get like that, and that's, you know, and, and it's funny because that's that's how it is. You know, that's that's my wife. Before I took over Hope and I was just doing, you know, going to RU and things like that, my wife would make me go on Friday. You're miserable if you don't go on Friday. That's what she said. You're miserable. Just go. I don't want. I don't want you here on Friday. Go. And these are. Th- this is the thing. You know, God did this, and why? Because we're after His kind. We already talked and said that God is triune, right? He's three in one. That means you're never alone. But he knew that we were going to get isolated. He knew he had to set something up because we're after him. We need that. We need the family structure. We need a wife. You know, I mean, it's not, you know, like Paul says, it's, you know, get married if you want to get married. If you don't, then that's, that's fine too, you know. But, I mean, this is the structure, you know. And if you don't, usually you're, you're home 
or something like that, or you're with family. And that's what it is. It's, it's, you don't want to be isolated. We were not meant to be isolated because we're after his kind. And that's the terrible thing about hell that people don't realize. You're isolated. You got nothing. People talk like it's a big, you know, it's a big party. I'll just talk to, you know, you know, Bob over here that's next to me. No, it's not. <laughs> not how it works. You can't see. But I mean, it's it's just amazing that we're after his kind, and he sets the, like I said, he sets these things up. He knew that that's what Satan was going to do was isolate us, get us to fail. So he's got to set this stuff up, and, and that's how it goes. And that's why he has that order. Everything's done in order. Evolution has no order. You know, uh, I, I have no idea how, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, a single cell organism becomes a fish, and then the fish breaks off into 8 billion different stuffs and, you know, you know, apparently that fish becomes a whale and the whale becomes a cow. And I, I, To me, that's insane. That's insane. I mean, and, and the thing about it is, is they put so much faith in it, the world puts so much faith in it, they can't even see how ridiculous it is. There's, there's not even a single scientific anomaly of anything like that happening. And you'd think there would be something along the way. But it's, it's just interesting. And, and like I said, it's, he's, uh, he's a great guy we serve. And I, you know, and I enjoy it. And I, en I enjoy serving him. I enjoy seeing what he's going to do. Not in my life, but everybody's life. But that kind of goes back to his kind, right? Isn't that what he does? Takes joy. Takes joy. What are you guys, you know, what are you guys doing? How's it going to be? And we were created after that image. You know, and then he goes further and he rests on that seventh day. And it wasn't because he was tired. It was because he was finished. He made everything. Right? He made everything he was going to make. Could he have made something else? Probably. If he wanted to. But he says, no, this is, this is what I've done. I've, I've made it. and You know, um, it's good. That's what he said. It's good. But if you turn to uh, Psalms uh, 121. Psalm 121 and verse 4. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. I mean, that tells you, you know, God didn't rest because he was tired. He doesn't slumber or sleep. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's, it's not clear. You know, it doesn't get clearer than that. He's, he was done. He was done. He had his plan in motion now. And, uh, Man, not to get sidetracked again, but I mean, can you imagine that? Can you? I mean, 
seriously getting to heaven? I mean, this is a plan he's had. He's outside of time, but we're in time. I mean, think of all these years that have passed, and his plan's finally going to be fulfilled one day. And it's, it's amazing. It's great. I've been, I've been getting a little excited lately, so sorry if I go off. And, but um, he really is. But we're after his kind, and everybody keeps searching for this, searching for these things that just don't exist, when all they have to do is look, look for God. I mean, I, I believe everybody here, you know, Sunday morning, Sunday school, everybody here is saved. But if you're not, I mean, that's, you need to be. You look for that. This world, you look at the garden, and you look how God set it up, and put Adam and Eve in there. Now think of what this world's trying to do. They're trying to recreate the Garden of Eden without even realizing it. Right? They're trying to go back to, let's just eat, let's be vegetarians, don't eat the meat. They're trying to have this peace, they're trying to have a society with no war, no famine, that's what they're doing. Why? Because they're created after God. His kind. You can't get rid of that. That's in you. And you either deny it or you come to him. But, that, but that's what they're trying to do. Society is trying to get to the Garden of Eden without acknowledging God. You, you can't do that. <laughs> There's no possible way you can do that. You know, nobody can create it. And, and that's the thing. Everybody goes through, everybody has the same information. Everybody's given the same thing. It's what you do with it. It's how you look at it. Uh, I, used, uh, um, I used an illustration a couple weeks ago over in Hope. And it's, it's like this. There's, uh, you got three pots. They all have this, they're all the same pots. They all have the same water in it, and they're all boiling at the same temperature. And then you have an egg, you have a potato, and you have a coffee bean. Everybody has the same information. Everybody has that, that pot with that water. See, so you put an egg in there, and it becomes hard, like so many people. They become hard to their environment around them of what it is. You put a potato in, it becomes soft. And unfortunately, that's how many Christians are now. You become soft. And there's nothing wrong with compassion or, or anything like that, but you become too soft and what? You break apart. But the coffee bean, you put the coffee bean in, coffee bean is the only one that doesn't change. What changes? The water. How's the coffee bean smell? Coffee bean, well, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a coffee drinker, so I know, you know, the coffee bean smells good, right? That coffee bean is the same, but it just changed its environment, and now it smells good. What are we to God? Sweet-smelling Savior. 
We're supposed to be that. We're supposed to be, you know, we're supposed to change the outside. Why? Because the inside gets changed. And that's, and that's the thing about the coffee bean tomb. The inside is what's getting changed to cause that to go out. But like I said, I mean, that's, and that's just because we're after God's kind. I mean, and we get so hard on each other and we get a hard on ourselves and we think of that, but, you know, we think we're, we're no good and this and that. And it, we're not. Outside of Christ, we're not. But it's the fact that he's supposed to change us from the inside. We're going to mess up. And that's the great thing about it, because he loves us despite who we are and what we do. Once we come to him, that's it. It's not a free pass to sin or to go about anything, you know, in any other way. Or But it's okay, because he says, you know, I, I get it. Right? Isn't that what we learned with, uh, I don't even know how many, how long it was, but with Job, when Pastor Kenny was doing Job, how, how am I supposed to go before him? I have nobody to go before him. He doesn't know what I've been through. does now. He does now because Christ came. He knows what it's like to be tired. He knows what it's like, yet he still did it. And, and that's the biggest thing, and that's what we have to realize. If he wasn't tempted... You know, a lot of people will say that, and you get that, you know, I believe it's false doctrine, you know. If he wasn't tempted, then what good is it? How did he, you know, he had to have the opportunity to be tempted. Why? Because he took it all on him. But that's, that's what he did. He made us in his kind. And when he rested, he said, hey, it's, it's, it's good. You know, I'm happy. Uh, you know, but the rest is. It's referring to the new creations, right? I mean, he created everything. He has this, he has that. He created everything after your kind. Uh, cattle, beasts, creeping things. Everything he wanted. Everything he... I mean, like I said, he could have created something if he wanted more, but he says, no, this is pretty good. But, uh, you know, it says, has thou, has thou not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, creator of the ends of the earth? Fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. <clears throat> And again, it's because he was he, he was finished. And that's the, like I said, I mean, that's people put their faith in in the secular world and in the evolution because they don't. It is. It's hard to understand. It's hard to understand a God outside of time. It's hard to understand that God would want to make. I mean, just for myself, me. In the image of him. I mean, that's, 
right? The image of him is perfect, holy, just, pure. But he decided to make us in his image. You know, and you get, you get all that back and forth. You get those weird people who say, oh, well, that's because God's conceited. And not to me, that doesn't mean. That's an honor. You know? But you got these, you know, I'm sorry, these wackadoodles that think it's an honor to, to you know, hey, don't kill that eagle egg, but you know what? I'm going to go, you know, let's just go down here and get an abortion. You know, I mean, that's, it's ridiculous. That animal is not your kind. doesn't mean be cruel, but it's not your kind. Right? And we go back to it. It's, you know, God doesn't want you to be isolated. That's the whole kind. That's why we get the family. You get the church family. You get a family family. You get married. You have kids. It's, it's to keep us. You know? And so we're not isolated. You know, but we, we try to take that and think we're responsible for doing everything and we're not. You know. You know, if you're if you're a born again Christian, your only job is to, you know, get the gospel out. That that's your main purpose. If you have a family, your purpose is to give them the gospel and train them up so they can give the gospel. You know, and let God take care of all the uh you know, the results and everything that comes from that. <clears throat> but what this does in creation is teaches us that when God creates something, it's good. It's good. We need to take more time to observe these things. To do these things. <clears throat> uh, another thing that, that just brings me to mind, another thing I was telling the guys at Hope uh, just this past Friday. The problem is, is we got all these, we, all of us, and we all get caught up into it. We get all excited about learning something new. We want to learn something new. We want this. Right? But you know what our problem is? We don't remember what we're taught. If we've spent more time on remembering everything we're taught, you're going to be a little better off than trying to, you know, hey, let me get into this, you know, what's, you know. And that's another thing. I mean, it's interesting. And like I said, I get caught up in it too. But why, why are we so concerned with trying to learn about all this tribulation nowadays? I was born again. I was made after God's kind again. I ain't going to be here. I mean, it's interesting, but, you know, I'm not going to be here. You know, instead of that, leave a, you know, why don't you stock up us some Bibles? Leave them laying around. The people that are left here are going to need them. You know, honestly, they're the ones that are going to need it. But it is. It's good when God creates something. And, um. You know, and the number six represents man, seven represents perfection, eight represents new beginnings. You know, and, and uh, you know, eight is the good one. 
eight is the good one, because that's, you know, that's when we go up there, right? That's another new beginning. That's another, you know, he's work, he's been working on that, you know, working on it for a long time. But the rest day, and this is this is where it comes in in creation, and he's got the rest, and this is where the Sabbath comes in, and for his work, and then you know, again, you got you got people that will come in and have you try to put you under law again, and say you got you know, and you know, ninety percent of the people have no clue that the Sabbath is Friday night to Saturday, have no clue. Except for, well, um, Seventh-day Adventists, you know, they still do that. But, I mean, other than that, they have no clue. You know, they're trying to get you here, you know, well, you got to be there every Sunday. You know, it's good you're here. I'm glad you're here. Um, you know. But why? It's because we're, you know, we're made after our, after him. Made in the image of God. That's why we're here. Because we enjoy the fellowship. We enjoy worshiping God. We enjoy right each other's company, I would hope. I would hope. Um, but it is. Um, but yeah, he, he rested on that day, and, and that's you know, he gives he gives that day as in Exodus as this is part of creation, this is this is the rest day, this is all that. You know, and that's that's what blows my mind. People will sit there and argue with you and say, "Well, you know, well, he rested. That's why you got to rest. He, he didn't rest. I mean, I, <laughs> that's why I showed you some of those other verses. He, he didn't rest. It wasn't like, hey, I'm going to go take a nap. No, he was he was enjoying it, right? I mean, that's right. I mean, he." To, to say he like you know did nothing. I mean, he created Adam, right? Didn't he walk in the garden with him? So he just he just created everything. Decided he was just going to take you know. Now I'm just going to go do all this other stuff. No, he's down there enjoying his creation, walking around, you know, enjoying it. Hopefully, you know, hopefully Adam got some of that, you know, that he retained. Like I said, that's our problem. We don't remember enough. We want to learn something new. You know, it wasn't that uh, Adam and Eve's problem. Right? They didn't remember. They just wanted to learn something new. Well, you could be like this. Okay, well, that's something new. What about what God taught them? You know, and uh, again, I mean, we're talking about kind and, and all this and uh that's the one thing I hate, and I don't mean to get off track again, but a born-again Christian sitting there telling me, well, God told me to do it. The Holy Spirit showed me. And then, and then sit there and go, I've never seen that in the Bible. Where is that? And you know what you'll find out more often than not? As soon as you mention where is that in the Bible... Well, you're arrogant. I don't have to listen to you. I listen to God. Evidently, you don't. 
I mean, that's just a sad fact. If you're taking something out of here and you're not, I mean, you're supposed to be after his kind. And that's what I like, being born again. I'm his child, right? We're adopted. I'm his child, his family. He won't unadopt us. We can't run away. Yeah, praise the Lord. Yeah, amen. You know, settle in. Be after his kind. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you got the Sabbath and all this, and, and it goes into so many different things. And and the problem is you start getting, you know, they, they, they'll use it for creation, and then you get into all these other things, and, and you know, and then it, it's that whole theology thing. That sets you off. And why not just take it for what it is? It's good. God says it's good. But you do, you know, you get this remember the Sabbath, and then, and like I said, half the people don't know what it is. They try to get you a Sunday. Well, Jesus resurrected on Sunday. <laughs> you know, and it's just, it gets crazy. But that's the thing, that's the thing again. Sometimes people get in there. Why? Because you want to learn something new. But it's good. I mean, how we get to Sunday, it was because of Paul. It was because of the apostles. They got together. They, you know, broke bread, got together, and, hey, tried to remember Christ. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what it is. And you got to remember it's good. And you got to remember that doctrine is good. You know, that's another thing. Doctrine is after its own kind. It's either right or wrong. And again, we take too many times, too many opportunities to not follow doctrine, not to do what it says. And I, and I know, we, we can't. You know, but it's, it's that point when we think... That God doesn't mind. If we're in his image, we're, you know, if we're born again, why do we think God doesn't, doesn't mind? He created us and said it was good. He created us, said it was good, knowing what was going to happen. Knowing what was going to happen. That's, and that's, that's where it starts. And this is, I mean, this is, if you can't understand God's love just from that alone. You know, there's all these people, how do I, you know, why was I born? Why, you know, this, why do I do that? Why do I do this? Well, sin, for one. That's the main part. But can't you understand that he created you knowing that you have the choice to do it or not? You have the choice to accept him or not. And that's, that, that really is. I mean, that's, that's a great love right there. I created him. Yep, this is. Yep, I know what they're going to do. And it has this plan all along. I mean, that's just. 
I mean, let's be honest. I mean, none of us would go through that trouble. Probably none of us would go through half the trouble that God's gone through, even for our spouses. That's a great love. That's great compassion. God's, God's judgments are just, holy, and right, right? You get, you get judged by God no matter what. And he's right for doing it. I mean, just because you're saved doesn't mean you, you get a, you know, a free pass and he's not going to chastise you or anything like that. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's his love. Right? Why do, why do sometimes we get beat up and sometimes we don't? He loves us. I, I don't know why. You know, I mean, that's the only thing you can come to is that he loves us. And he gives us these things. The gifts he gives us just for being made in his image alone are, are ridiculous. I mean, it, it, you get saved and you get more than just eternal life. You, you do. You get blessings. You get, I mean, you name it. You get fellowship, you get family. You get opportunity to serve him in ways that you would never even think possible. You know, and, and that's the thing, right? We got the body, we got the soul, we got the spirit. We're made in his image, we're made of his kind. We blew it, but he still gives it to us. You got Jesus that came to show us that God does truly care, that he does truly love us. Takes all that on himself. And what's he ask? What's he ask in return? Be of my kind. Be of my kind. Just go tell other people of what I've done for you. Go tell, you know, be a blessing to somebody. And being a blessing is not, it doesn't have to just be because you know them, because you like them. Be a blessing to somebody you don't like. You know? Go, uh, you know, I'm sure we've all had this happen. You're in the store long enough and, and you see the same cashier or same somebody in there and you keep trying to witness to them or something like that and they just blow you off and you know, half the time they're angry and they walk away. You know, be a blessing to them. Go up, say, here, here's 20 bucks, buy yourself lunch. Praise God. You know? You know, I, I just say that because that's what God put in my head. That's, you know, I, I thought about the, you know, Jesus feeding everybody with the loaves and the, and the fishes. And he didn't ask. He didn't say who believed. Who believes? Let me be a blessing to you. That's what I want. I want you to know who I am. That's all. Why? Because I made you in my image. I want you completely of my kind. 
Father, I just uh, I thank you for this morning, this opportunity, Lord, just to serve you once again. And I'm just so thankful for you, Lord. Um, we all are. And we, we praise you for this morning. We praise you that we're here. And uh, we just, uh, we need to start thinking about that more. There's a reason why you, you made kinds, and there's a reason why you created the way you created, Lord. And that that's the beginning of just understanding your love and, and who you are and the power and might of you. And we just pray that we can uh, we can give you all the honor and glory today, Lord. Not just today, but through the week. And pray that um, just that you would... Uh, Brother James, during the uh, service, Lord, and just pray that it speaks to our hearts and our minds and that we can, we really do. We, the most important thing is just getting to know you and love you more, Lord. And uh, we just ask that you meet with us today. And we just pray that you come back and you get us soon. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> 